0: It's Rays Rowdy Racing with Caleb Conrady and Dawson Edwards. Everybody here for a uh, Wednesday Rays Rowdy Racing NASCAR betting podcast. Dang, that's so weird. He didn't start it with, hey, beautiful people. Good morning, beautiful people. It, it, is, is. it is not morning. It's so not morning. But it is good afternoon, beautiful people. Heck yeah. I, well, I have a different intro for the betting podcast, so ah, I have to. Sorry. Dang. Gotta have some kind of degenerate rebel yell or something that we enter on with. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about betting money on a NASCAR race here at Texas, the the my shittiest racetrack on the schedule that hey we're God. gonna talk about betting money on. Welcome to How to Lose Your Money in Ten Seconds or Less with Dawson Edwards and Caleb Conrady. Yeah, man, we've. Uh, I just have to say, I haven't lost money yet. So you, yeah, you're doing a lot better at NASCAR lost... betting than I am. I have like though like last week we were just talking like last week I did lose overall like twenty bucks, but in, but I am I am up a few hundred dollars NASCAR betting this year, yeah. which is which is pretty cool. I haven't I haven't uh, so every time I get a hundred dollars in my account I do that. I've done that twice, and then I've won like five hundred and forty bucks Dang. on my uh, with dad and them. Shoots wild! Yeah, I won five hundred forty bucks with them. So. Dang. Man, I can walk into a casino and walk out with money in a slot machine. I can do that pretty all right. I still, for never, some done reason, still never done that my whole yeah. life. And I have a little bit of control over what I do and don't win in the NASCAR betting and I still can't get it right and I do a podcast for it. It's like what the <laughs> hell's wrong with me? Yeah, I know. I don't know so, what's going on. Maybe this will help me out. Maybe getting a little, you know, cooperative information will help my uh help my cause out. Taking a bit. advice from me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what I was talking about with the other money we have a uh in my dad's work there's like a pool of driver of people and i wanna say there's like eight of us in there and uh you pay ten bucks every single week whoever there's like a, ten bucks eight drivers whoever gets the most uh win whoever finishes the highest that week they don't have to win just out of the ten. Or eight drivers, whoever gets the highest finish, and that's how you get paid out. And I I boosted mine, so I paid 20, but I have Reddick and Hamlin, and they've won me nine times this year. And I bet you people are just pissed at you all the time. Because we have a group chat, and every week I say, thank y'all. And then I say for how many times, and last week was nine. So I was like, thank <laughs> y'all for the ninth time this year. <laughs> just letting them know about it. And I don't think I've been paid for that yet, so – uh Dang, who's holding who's holding out on you, man? I don't know. I have not been paid for that. This is ridiculous. Dang, looking I've at been it, paid for twenty bucks of it. I still need ten more. Oof. Dang, that's wild. But good for you, making that work. That's that works out pretty good. That and your dra- DraftKings tends to do pretty well as well. I just can't believe it. Half the time we get done with a race, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I won like two bets," and you're like, "I won this, and then this parlay hit, and then this hit." I just get lucky with the random last-minute Xfinity bets, and that's yeah. usually what like, betting on John Hunter Emich, like, uh, Nemechek twice this year. Last minute has won me money. I think it was at Darlington I won money on him or something. Yeah, you definitely beat me in Xfinity bets, but I don't really – I bet on Parker Kligerman every week. Yeah, so. and that's why well, that's why you're losing every week. <laughs> he's racing good. Oh, he, but, but he's won me money. I, I think I'm advanced on him, though, because those couple, couple top fives he's had have helped me out. He does drive pretty damn good. I'm amazed at what he's been able to do with his years. So yeah, I bet on him. Parker Kligerman at road courses and plate tracks just because his odds are crazy low, and he does well. So it's a great way to make money is bet on Parker Kligerman. Heck yeah. And a great way to make money is to bet on Kyle Larson doing anything. I mean, looking at his stats right now, in the last, just since February 2020 at Texas, he's only raced there twice, but he's got an average finish of fifth and led almost half of the laps. He's probably got all-star 41%. win there, too, I think. That's insane to me. In 21. Uh, and uh, intermediate tracks since February 2020. Kyle Larson tops church charts there again. He's got an average finish of 8.3. Leads, the la- leads no joke, 25% of the laps at mile-and-a-half racetracks since February 2020. Dude is a wild That guy. is insane. Imagine wild. going out there, and the next person down is Denny Hamlin, and he's only led 11% of the laps. So he leads over double any other driver of the field and a quarter of the laps that get run. That's just insane. Just wild stats to throw at you to start this off with. I've got racing. Uh, i got the driveraverages.com website pulled up so we can check a couple stats, argue about a couple things, and prove each other wrong or right. Works out pretty well. Yeah, so uh, first things first, me and Caleb, we made this agreement almost. I feel like when we started betting, but it's like, it's always put money on your favorite driver. So, I do put money on Larson every single week to do something. Heck, yeah. And uh, Caleb puts money on Blaney every single week. And Caleb has a quote. It's like, uh, you never want to get to the end of the race and not have money on your driver and be cheering for somebody else just because you have money on them. It's like, that just makes you feel like an idiot. So, you got to put money on your favorite driver. So, our first betting advice is put a little dough on your favorite driver. Yep. Just because. Absolutely. And right now I'm looking at it. Blaney actually does run well at Texas, and he's the only Penske driver left in the playoffs. Penske has not been doing as well this year. But I could see him getting all the advantages of anything Penske has to offer thrown at him at a racetrack that he's good at, because we got Texas that he's good at, and we've got Talladega that he's good at. But honestly, if I was going to throw anything at either of those tracks, I'd much rather throw it at Texas, so... I'm gonna go ahead with Blaney this week at Texas. Normally I just pick him for like a top five because I don't expect him to go out there and lead every lap and win this year. This is just a really tough year for the Fords. But I am gonna throw last down a year's couple. a tough year for Blaney as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a it's definitely been a rough one this year. He had three wins last year and now here we are. We've got one at Charlotte, which was awesome, but man, we gotta I thought he didn't have any wins last year. No, last year he was just fine. Then why do you have that big uh I thought he had. Are you sure? Maybe I have that. Maybe I'm thinking of 2021. You're thinking of the year before because he had the long, that long winless streak of like over a year, oh, and that's right, when he right, it right. For some 600. reason, in my head, because I drink a lot of beer, it definitely uh, affects my thinking. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Blaney's had a yeah, the concussion too. Blaney's had. Yeah. I don't know what's been going on the last couple of years. And then Penske this year just kind yeah, of pushed second. So. But I'm going to go ahead and put a winning bet down on him just because it's my dude. I want to see him do well. I'm not going to put a whole lot on that. I'm just going to throw a couple bucks down. He is plus 1,200. Kyle Larson is plus 450. We and use I think the, that, uh, is a, that is a winning bet all day long. If I, I'm, I put it down already. Yep, I'm doing it too. Uh, I'm putting a few more on that one. We uh, we use DraftKings for our betting apps. Um I know a lot of people that I see on the Internet use all kinds of uh, batting apps, but that just gets too confusing and too much for me. So uh, what I do is I go – I have a thing on my phone for NASCAR bets and football bets, and I just write down – Caleb's actually doing it right now for himself. I just write out exactly what I'm doing. That way I can just check my phone. I know what I'm looking for. Um, Usually I have uh, – I think what's kept me – pretty reasonable this year with winning i usually do i pick two drivers to win i usually do a couple drivers for a top five top three and then do a couple head-to-heads i don't do more than 40 dollars on a cup race which is a good idea because it's amazing how one incident can really screw you and like last week i told you about this i put so much money down on christopher busher and it worked and it worked but as I was looking at my betting slip, I was looking and I was like, man, if I have one thing happen to that 17 in stage one, I am screwed. Yeah. Because it would have eliminated one of my parlays. I had a top five pick for him and I had something else that he was included in. So it was like, it yeah, was one. Of, you had him a group winner. Yeah, a group winner. Yep. That was it. And so I really learned a lesson there. I got lucky that the parlay and the group bet hit. He didn't quite finish it. I think I had him for a top three, top he finished three fourth. and finished fourth. Yeah. So I almost called a great race for Chris which is awesome. But I've learned a lesson last week not to put so much money spread across the board on different bets on the same guy, because if he has one incident, you can just write off every single one of those all at the same time. So I definitely learned kind of spread the money around a little bit. But, yeah. And so and far, it's uh, interesting him. this year, to, or this race, Um, they were kind of talking about for RFK, just going off what you're talking about there with busher. he – the, the kind of that big test for them was going to be Kansas, which I know Kansas and Texas are really nothing alike other than being a mile and a half. But they ran great. They did. So, I mean, Bush ended up getting the wall at the end, but other than the, he had a top 10 going all the way, and then Keselowski, that's where he won a stage and like all kind of stuff. So, uh, might be good to sprinkle some money on the on RFK at the mile and a half. I'm not going to lie. Their odds here are... Plus 190 and plus 175 for a top five. <laughs> exactly. And you can make money on those bets with those boys. You can. That is definitely an interesting one. I'm looking for anybody else that intrigues me. Uh, Kyle Busch at RCR. We were just talking before yeah, yeah. this started. RCR has been running great at Texas. Something about this racetrack really agrees with them. So... Austin and Kyle are definitely interesting bets. Austin, of course, I'm a little more gun-shy about putting him as a top five, but his he's top plus, ten odds. He's plus 500 for a top ten. For a correct. top ten, that is intriguing to me mm-hmm. because they've always run well there in this next-gen car. And I could see him going out and just somehow having one really good day. He's got a win here, so you know he comes to this racetrack with a little confidence more than he would anywhere else. I think that's a, I think that's going to be my my top ten bet right there is going to be an Austin Dillon top 10. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm I, nothing is poking out to me though. If I'm just going down my list here like I said I do two winners, who do we think? So we got Larson as one. Yeah. Who jumps off the page as your other winner? Who won there last year? Let's pull that back up. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, so uh what kind of Talk about kind of how we go through this. Not that we're like, we're not professionals. Do not take any of our advice, actually. I don't want you to blame me if you lose your house on betting on Kyle Larson. And he blows a tire on lap four. Uh, That was Tyler Reddick's win there last year. Okay, we just talked. See, just talked about that. RCR. was in the RCR machine, machine. Where did Dylan finish? Austin Dillon last year finished in 17th. Look at who finished 11th last year. Michael McDowell. And he's what, plus two? That's a lot of money for a top ten. That's my top ten bet right there. Plus 700. That is my I, top ten I, yeah, bet Yeah, and I right mentioned there. that before we started. He might be an intriguing top ten. Chase Briscoe was an, would be, normally, someone I would put a top ten bet on here. He does run fairly well here. He ran in fifth last year. But the way that Stuart Haas has been this year, with their driver even saying he just wants to get to Phoenix... Their lead driver, (laughs) only one of them in the playoffs, is saying that. I just think they're trying to get through this year and call it a day. Okay, I just put down McDowell top 10. I'm going with you on that one. That's a phenomenal idea. That is definitely. Seeing him, uh, looking at that finishing order, if he did that last year, I mean, they're running so much better than what they did last year. So I see that just being better. Yeah, without incident, I could see them easily being a top 15 car. It's going to be... It's going to be wild to see him finish 11th this week now that i got money uh, on it. Check, it. check it back. Yeah, for real. Check it back <laughs> there. Did I see an Eric Jones in the top? I do. I do. Okay. We see Eric Jones in sixth place okay, in the three machine. I want to hit you with this. I saw this this morning. average finish for the last three races. Guess who has both cars in the top 14? Legacy? Legacy. Guess who? Carson Josevar coming yes. through for him. I don't, yes. know, I don't remember who ran it last. Was it Carson? The Carson's ran it last two races. He's going to run it at Texas, and he's going to run it at Talladega. Dang! And Eric Jones is sitting down here at plus seven fifty for a top five. That's that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I don't know. The top five is going to be hard for him. The top ten though, what is is he there? Two seventy five. See, that's That's intriguing. That's intriguing. I (laughs) still don't know if I have enough confidence in that to happen at Texas. He ran. He has ran incredible the last three weeks. He has. So it almost triples your money to get Eric Jones as a top ten. Maybe like a smaller bet on that, you know, like half of a... If you if you want to talk units or you want to talk money, I don't want to necessarily say every amount of money that I'm throwing down on every bet. I know yeah. you talked about it a little bit in the past. But I like, do $5. I would, My bets are 5 bucks. Yeah. I keep them even and, and plain if you and simple. A $5 bet, a unit, mm-hmm. I would say like half of that on a top 10, Eric Jones. Just that so way... $2.50? Yeah, something like that to where you'd have some money on it, but... Man, they have been running well, and I could totally see them going out there and doing it. It's just, I, I, it's hard for me to find confidence in teams that find new speed. I always have to get them about five weeks into speed before I really give them that benefit. Well, this will be week top. number four. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it's a good idea. I just don't think I'm going to go for it, but I'll let you have it if you want to go. I'm not necessarily saying I'm going for it, it's just something that intrigues me uh any other names that stand out in the top 10 from last year and we can go back and look at the year before but justin haley finishing third is outrageous something outrageous and something that's not going to happen this year uh they did have some great runs last year chastain man chastain and suarez just do not have speed we they had just listen to door bumper clear. They're even talking about it. Like they don't have the speed that they had to start the year. And look at them down there in twelfth and thirteenth last year. Yeah, and they had speed last year. And yeah. then, then they t- came out of the gate this year, just balls to the walls. It was awesome. And Ross is running into everything with the pace car. <laughs> he talks to Rick Hendrick, and boom, just slow. So yep. I'm not. I would stay ice cold away from Chastain and Suarez. But see, now that I say that, they'll go out there and run one, two. But for me, I'm not putting money on you. Suarez or uh, Chastain. Absolutely not. I mean, that would be such a home run if you hit that. I'd give it to you all day long and say congratulations. But man, that's that's gonna be a tough one, dude. Do I put? Do I put now for my second winner as Reddick? I did it the other day, and he formed me fifty bucks. Where is Tyler Reddick in the list here? He's a, the fourth one down. A winner bet would be intriguing on that being at plus eight hundred. That's a he would be my solid money. Yeah, he would be. That's who I would go with. I think for my second one. So I'm going to put down Larson and Tyler Reddick for my winner bets. Forty five dollars, five dollars. I mean, wins you forty five. And I've already Reddick. got Larson down as my alternate winner other than Blaney, so I think I'm going to go with the top three on him. On Reddick to finish up there in the front. Okay, let's look at top. So you already got some top threes. It's just my first one is Reddick going top three. Because I agree with you. I think he's going to go out there and do a lot of really good stuff for him. But I don't want to get so many winners that I end up losing half of the money that I'd make off the winner anyway. I love, love, love that they have Hamlin and Larson at plus money for top threes. And Byron. Hmm. They usually, on DraftKings, and you'll see this when we get closer to the track or closer to the race, those top uh, threes, and uh, fives are already minus, but threes and five will be minus with the first three, three to four rows. Yeah. So if you can hop in, like I'm about to do, on plus money on a guy like Hamlin and Byron for a top 3 top 5 not top 5 they're not plus there but for a top 3 Hamlin's probably going to be my top 3 bet right now. I have I've been high on Hamlin for the last like 4 or 5 weeks so I agree with that. He's been running like an animal. It's crazy like a wild animal. He's up there at front constantly. Which is awesome. It's it's shown he's shown consistent speed throughout the year. So a top 3 bet on him for plus 130 I mean not Plus, gonna, money is great. Not going to win a ton there, but I'm definitely going to jump on that train with you as the 11 run top three. Yep. So I so got four more bets to place, and I usually would do. I'm going to say top fives is where I'm looking at now to fill out. The, I got one more top. I would do one top five, and then I'll usually do two to three head to heads. So with the top five. Four names kind of jump out at me, being Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Chris Buescher, and Chase Elliott. And they're all right there, four in a row. Chase somehow has found a lot of speed lately, and this is probably the best money you're ever going to get for Chase Elliott. It's wild that he's that low. He is so low down on the list, which is so rare. Usually on DraftKings, he is pegged out at the top. Even at racetracks, he would look at you and say, I am terrible here. He will be in the top five of the the drivers. Because uh, it's all based off the market. Everything with DraftKings is all based off of where the action's coming, so they don't want a ton of people betting on somebody to have to pay out a shitload of money to them. So they will lower those payouts if a lot of people are betting on them. And it just shows you Chase Elliott's sweaty fans are going to bet sweaty on him. Sweaty fans. No matter where they're at, they're going to bet on him, which great for him. He's making DraftKings a lot of money right now. Especially this year. Yeah. But for top five bets, I think those are the four names that really get my attention. Those are awesome. The most. Those are awesome. I cannot believe Kyle Bush is favored over Keselowski and Busher. That is insane to me. I, I still I think we've said it before and we'll say it again. Uh, the lack of media attention on RFK for everything that they've accomplished this year, translates to the amount of people that pay attention to what they're doing. I makes mean, it's, sense. The more you shove that team in front of people, the more people are going to start understanding what they've done with that team, and it's incredible. And there when Busher won three out of five races, I just want to point out that Busher won three ovals in a row. There was the other two races in that five were road courses. Man. Wow. And he just finished what fourth at Bristol. Was running great at Kansas, dude. Busher, man, I don't know. Busher, top five. I mean that's easy money. Where did he finish last year? I don't see him on here. They probably ran terrible, I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. They ran in thirtieth last year. And Brad K ran eighth, dude. They're running, they're, they're both running top ten. Let's put, or I'm gonna put, I'm putting five top fives on Busher and Kez. I'm gonna go a little different than you. I think I'm gonna go Kez and Kyle Busch, because I really think that he's gonna have, he's gonna finally find some speed in this in this track. All righty, so we got those done. Now we're on to pretty much matchups and parlays. Yeah, matchups and such. Match parlays. Oh man, I am just man. I really want to go in on that Bush bet for top five. I'm not gonna lie, it's a good one. I think it is. That's where I'm sticking. I'm sticking with those. So winner bets: Larson and Blaney. Top three: Reddick and Hamlin. Top five: Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski. Top 10s, Austin Dillon, Michael McDowell. I think that is a solid, solid set of picks for our top 10 average running order bets or top 10 uh, finishing bets. I don't know. Something's telling me not to do it right now. I might do Bush top five. So I have, have Larson and Redick as your winners. I have Hamlin top three, Kez and Busher all RFK top five, and I have McDowell top 10. And uh, I have not even taken a peek at head-to-heads. <clears throat> but and there's I'll definitely going to be some interesting head-to-heads. I'll do that right now. Head-to-head number one listed on DraftKings has got to be the goofiest head-to-head I've ever seen. Brad K is winning that. Brad Keselowski and Bubba Wallace. There's a reason Bubba is not favored. There's a reason I just don't understand. I guess they've been finishing around each other. I mean, Bubba has been having a better year than he usually does. But man, I just don't see that matchup. Man, there's a reason why it's so skewed towards Brad Keselowski. Uh, there's there's two normally, of them that are jumping out to me that are so easy that you parlay them together and you're going to make money, and that's Brad over Bubba, Blaney over Elliott. I know I said re- Elliott's been running better, but there's a reason I don't have a bet down on him because it's inconsistent, and I don't know what to think of Chase Elliott this year. Yeah. But I know Blaney's going to come out here and run a little bit better than he does at a normal racetrack. I think Ty Gibbs beats Kyle, Kevin Harvick. Mm. I, think that's a, I think that's a given. I think I'm about to make one. I'm going to go Kez. I like to do mine as two pick parlays, is what I I always do. do. I'm going Kez over Bubba. So let's write that down. And then I'm going to do Gibbs over Harvick for one parlay. It's funny, me and Caleb. This is the first time we've ever like made our bets actually together. We will talk back and forth a little bit about a bet, but it's yeah. funny we somehow just about every week one of our parlays for head to heads is exactly okay. identical. It's hilarious. And you know another one that I think is going to be a pretty, a pretty easy it's plus two nineteen. Uh, man, this is a it's a little tougher, but I really think Redick beats Christopher Bell. I mean, Bell's been running... Bell's just got that playoff thing about him, so he's going to run better, but Redick Say it one that. more time. You think Reddick beats Redick Bell? Christopher Bell. I Bell's got a playoff thing that goes on with him, but Reddick has an every day thing that goes yeah, on. Yeah, something must have happened to him on last year because he finished like 34th or something like that. I Christopher think. Bell? Yeah, I definitely would take Reddick over Bell. Hmm. Redick over Bell, and... Let's see, what else? That's where I'm going to tie in the Gibbs over Harvick idea there. Okay, so what was your first one, then? My first one was uh, Kez to beat Bubba and Blaney to beat Elliott. My second one is Gibbs to beat Harvick, Reddick to beat Bell. Okay. And, I mean, I know we're going all favorites here, but there's a reason that they're favorited. It seems like those are jumping off the page to me. But the other head-to-heads that are listed here, Byron over Truex. Which I could see happening. And then Denny and Larson. And I think the hardest part about the. There's those a reason bets, that one's a toss up. There's a reason. There is a reason that they're paired together, and it's because those four guys have been the fast four all year. It's gonna be really hard to make any, either of those bets. I mean, you're gonna you got a fifty fifty chance either way. But you're pretty much picking the winners out of that. Hmm. So I'll let you handle it if you wanna if you wanna go there, I'll let you go there. Go. I think I'm gonna do Byron over TrueX, man truex I, I think i said this on the on the on our normal raise rowdy podcast where'd they finish last year here byron finished in seventh truex finished in 31st after an accident so that's a little tough but he finished ninth in stage two whereas willie b finished sixth third and seventh yeah in I'm, I'm going over truex so i could see i could see where you're coming from with that uh you know that uh, you know Truex at least made it through stage two, but he didn't even score points in stage one. That's a good idea. I, like I where will your head's at. say this again. Like I said, I was just—I think I said this on our Raise Rowdy podcast. But Truex has four finishes in a row of 18th or worse the first time since 2014. So that just—I don't know, man. They're not running. They're not summertime. The way they were running in the summertime. Summertime, man. They were lights out. But they are not. Yeah, lights out right now. It kind of rem- they struggled through round one. with, the, with the-, the largest number of points tied with Byron, which is because which I without him having that badass summer, we'd be saying bye bye Truex on yeah. the on the we, in what? the in the play in the playoffs. Man, who would have thought? Uh, so you want- low low odds though this week because normally my normally my parlays five bucks gets you about twenty. Well, I think normally there's one odd one where we pick the underdog, but this time I think we've picked all favorites. Yeah, so five dollars on Kez over Bubba and Giz over Harbick is fifteen ninety five, and then five over five with Redick over Bell, Byron over Truex is sixteen dollars and twenty cents. Okay. There you go. And then the last two weeks now, uh, at Kansas I had a four pick parlay that was fifty bucks and it hit. That's how I won so much money. I won fifty yeah. on Reddick, won fifty on that four-person parlay, and then I had a, I had everything hit. And that's the hard. That's the reason we always do two-pick parlays for those matchups, is because you start adding up those four. All it takes is one accident, and it wrecks the whole thing. Yeah, that's the one part about NASCAR that's really tough to bet on. Is ball you know, tires. In, in football, <laughs> if you have somebody get an injury, unless it's like a really key player, like a quarterback or a running back, somebody gets an injury, the team's still good. And the team can still go out there and ball out and win. In NASCAR, you have one thing go wrong, and it doesn't even have to be your fault like Logano last week getting taken out by the 7 machine. One thing goes wrong, and boom, somebody that could have been running up front, uh, Blaney at, at uh, Daytona earlier this year. I know I brought that one up on the regular podcast, too, but yep. just boom, right there. Uh, you we're winning everything, and all of a sudden, one accident takes out your entire pilot. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. Yeah, you know? like it's a so frustrating. turned. So frustrating because that's the hard part is sometimes you got to pick the underdogs simply because there's a chance that they could wreck and the money's so good, especially on these matchups. So, yep. going, I mean, I'm down to go all favorites with this one because tra- Texas is a track that I don't th- think we're going to see a sh- huge amount of chaos at. Blown tires is the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, and that's going to be such a random thing. You can't really even include it in your thought process Yeah, because I it might happen to three drivers, and it could happen to any one of them all the way down the running order. Yeah. So. It's tough. Tough to pick it. Uh, we got some groups going on. Uh, I do not bet on groups. I don't know if you mean I, kn- I do every now and then. I just do like one maybe. Let's but check it those just, out. Let's... It just depends on which one. I mean, group A, you're picking the winner. Let's be honest. It's Larson, Hamlin, Byron, or Reddick. Who do you think is going to win more? And we've already placed that bet, so I'm not as intrigued by that one. Nope. Uh, group B with Blaney, Bush, Bell, and Truex. Hmm. That's a tough one. That that's that's a tough one. I would say I would either go with Bush or Blaney on that one. And they're the I same I, odds. I would. I was. was going to say two, the same thing. I, was I would say the same. i to really go with Blaney, but I've already bet on him to be one of my winners, so I'd hate to lose two times on him. Uh, group C: Kez, Busher, Elliot, Wallace. Mm. I'm, going, go I'm, going Bush I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Busher. I'm going Busher. I would go RFK on that one for sure. I, mean, I don't know Kez, too. I just I, a toss up between those. So there's a reason they're two thirty and two fifty. I mean, they're right there on top of each other. And Bubba finished like twenty fifth last year, running the whole race. Man, that's a tough one. Uh, I know exactly what I'd pick in the next I, one. And then the last one: Chastain, Gibbs, Logano, Harvick. That is Ty Gibbs, Gibbs all day long. Gibbs all all the way. Hmm. That's the one I think I'm most intrigued by. That That's makes me want to put money on that one. <laughs> I'm putting money on Ty Gibbs to beat Chastain, Harvick, and Logano. I think, and I think he run, outruns those guys drastically. But Logano is really good at Texas. He finished second there last year, and he's a little bit more plus money. I have, my, Ty Gibbs definitely immediately gets my attention, but Logano would be my other guy that I would wonder about in that one whether I should go with him instead. If you're going Gibbs, I may I think go you're Lugano. going I think you're going but need to go Gibbs. I think I'm gonna go Legano. If you go Gibbs I'll go Legano and we'll fight that one out. We'll see who wins it. Let's do it. I'm putting a uh half a unit we'll call it on a there. half a unit yeah, i a- I only had a tiny little amount left in my app, so I just put that little last bit on there, so I am officially pegged out on money without depositing more, yep, <clears throat> so I' bet. 42 dollars and 50 cents is what i've bet that little bet only wins you like seven bucks but it is what it is that's five dollars for another bet another day there you go but yeah we just that's what we rolled i went over here toyota is the favorite to win interesting i believe that caleb is a big believer in toyota I think it's it's Toyota or Chevy, obviously. Ford just does not have the speed this year, so you can ele- immediately eliminate them out of your thought process. Unless Bush or Kez win this race. Unless they do, but I still think that your Toyotas and your uh, Chevys just have the raw speed that Ford is missing right now that is going to be so necessary at Texas because yeah. it's going to be hard to pass. There's going to be one lane, and you're just going to have to go out and straight up outrun the competition. And I... Be surprised to see a Ford go out there and do that. There's a reason why they're plus, one, plus 350, and the other two are both tied at plus 135. So really, I would put it as a toss-up between Chevy and Toyota. I could definitely see Toyota being being the winner, but I wouldn't fault anybody for picking Chevy. If you're picking Ford, you're straight up doing that just because the prize money is bigger. That is true. That's or, the only or, reason I would pick Ford. And because you believe in RFK. Yeah, And I believe in RFK, don't get me wrong, but I would rather bet on the drivers than bet on the manufacturer because nobody else in Ford – I mean, if RFK goes out there and somehow has a terrible day by some wild uh, happening, you have no other team that's going to come out there and back that up. That is true. I would say just sheer numbers-wise, sheer statistics-wise, I would go with the other two and really coin flip them. Totally. Um. And we talked about, I just want to check one more time on these top 10s. McDowell's definitely, I'm all in on McDowell, man. Yeah, that's Yeah, that was a great, great call, all the way around. All in on McDowell getting a top 10. Justin Haley, like I said, finished third here. I mean, that's wild, he finished third. I'm not going to lie, that's crazy. And he's plus 1,300 for a top 10. Who is this? Haley. Ooh. nothing. I'm putting money on, I'm just uh, letting you know, I'm just telling you. No, it's a good, I mean, it's a good idea. Corey Lejoy might be another one I'd be intrigued by. Well, if you look, Lejoy did ran well here last year. If you look, I saw his name on yeah, top Touch the top, fourteenth. Yeah, see, no stage points, but fourteenth. Michael McDowell just straight up ran tenth all day long. He ran tenth, tenth, and eleventh. That was a stage win, stage win, uh, race race end. That's so. awesome. As long as he can just come out there and I, and is and he's faster this year, I could see it. I personally. Hell, LaJoy ran great last week. LaJoy led the most laps he's ever led in a race at Bristol. Not that Bristol and Texas compare at all, but we've said it all year. They're, average, they're averaging almost 10 spots a race better than they've ran ever before. They used to be that 25th place car. Now they're about a 15th to 20th place car. All right, here's a wild question for you. All right. For anybody listening. Who would you absolutely avoid at Texas that is one of the favorites to win? Other, than, I know we talked about Chastain already. But. Chastain, and then I was actually going to say, I'm one of the favorites. He's one, two, three, four, five, sixth in line. Bell, Christopher Bell. He's sixth in line, or sixth favorite to win. And I just he I got don't know. taken out by the damaged vehicle policy last year. Didn't finish in the stages. I don't know where he when he wrecked out, but he, uh, yeah, I could definitely, I could see what you're talking about there. He's plus money all across the board uh, for top five and up. But yeah, he's just he's just that he's that driver that I just can't ever be confident in. I can never bet on him and just say without a doubt like this is a lock. And we've already betted against him with the Reddick Bell bet. And he he comes in he, like when he wins a race, like it's you just said it it's ra- it's random as it gets. Like it's not like, oh yeah, you know Reddick or Bell's coming in the day. It, the only one I could think of would be New Hampshire for him. And like oh, that's a god, yeah. If you're going to New Hampshire him and Christopher Bell all day long and Eric Amarola, I because that was the funny part about last New Hampshire race. I told you I was like, is gonna run well. He's gonna come out here and do it. And I remember you being like, Man, screw that. He's just he's I mean, I know you're not a Amarola fan by any means, yeah. but every, I told you whenever he came out there, I was like, There's gonna be something about Amarola at New Hampshire. I think that's gonna be a lock bet. Now, I'm pretty sure I put him down for like a top ten or a top five and won it last year. I'd have to go back and look at the numbers. I put though. money on him this year at New Hampshire, and his team left his tire off, and he was in the lead, and his team and his wheel was loose, and I was like, "Yeah, that's about right." That's it, that's it. I wish it was it was 2023, and that ruined the whole race for him. So Christopher Bell this year, uh, out of all the races we've had up until now, he uh he has one win, seven top fives. Fifteen top tens. Uh average finish is thirteen point three, and his average start is nine point nine. That just goes to prove you that dude can qualify, but he races the slightly worse, about four positions worse. But he has led five hundred and one laps. He's been up front. I mean he's times. had like what, like four or five poles this year? Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. Uh so I'm not, like, on the fuck Christopher Bell train by no means. I'm just saying yeah. you you asked me out of who is favored in this mm-hmm. race, and I would say he is favorited since he is sixth. Yeah. I'd say your favorite guys are, what, your top ten? I don't know. I don't really know what that means. I don't really know what the odds are to clarify as a favorited. But he's but sixth on the list. Someone that's up there that, just like you did. He's sixth up on, there on the list, and I'm staying away from him, and I bet it against him. So that's my bet, and I'm laying in it. I'm going to throw the question back to you. Mm. Who are you staying away from? Truex. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. All day long. Truex is right there next to Bill. He's at uh, plus 800 odds to win. They're, like you've already said, and we've already gone over it plenty of times, they're having a really rough patch right now. Um, honestly, I could see this being another spot where Truex has a tough time making it out of round two because we also got to go to Talladega, and he struggles at plate tracks. He doesn't run crazy great there. So we got Texas, Dega, and Whitehouse? Roval. Ooh. Yeah. So, and he almost won the Roval first year, uh. but like we said with Blaney, running up front one time at a racetrack no one's ever been to before is one thing. Now that they've got four of them under their belt, I think it's going to be a little bit of a different story. If you also though, look at Truex uh, road course races, last car, and road course yeah. races, this car, He's they're struggles. drastically different. Yeah, he was a phenomenal road course racer in that previous generation yeah. car. and Now that every one of the cars out there is a great road course car that he doesn't have that advantage. Yeah, yeah it's drastically different. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'll, with you. I'm not on the Truex train. I'll throw this out there, though. If you had a Truex bail head-to-head, I'd take Truex, I think. I, I agree with that. Because I, I could just see them going out there and somehow salvaging a good yeah, finish. B- out because of a I use the term every given Sunday. Truex is an every given Sunday kind of driver. He like is. He can go out and win any given Sunday. He definitely could. So I'm staying away from him as well. But if he won this race, I wouldn't be like. If he literally went out and led three hundred laps, I would be like not like super surprised. Yeah, because he's true X. Like you wouldn't just be like, oh my god, you know, you, it's wouldn't, true. you wouldn't, you wouldn't. But I think if you're talking someone who's walking in with confidence out of the whole JGR stable, you're looking at Denny Hamlin. Oh, for sure. Ty Gibbs is still learning; he's figuring it out. I think Ty Gibbs is going to come out to be a phenomenal race car driver. He just needs to, you know. He's just learning. He, he just needs to grow up a little bit and fill out his fire suit because man, he's he's kind of a he's kind of he's kind of a tiny squirrel. He's boy. a tiny squirrel boy, and he needs to he needs to work on it. He needs to come out there with confidence. Hit in the weight room, yeah, uh, and maybe find like some platforms, to put in his shoes, <laughs> we'll Get him a couple inches taller. But yeah, anyway, I think he's gonna come out and be fine. He just needs a couple years under his belt before that's gonna happen. And Christopher Bell is just mid. <laughs> To be honest, battle I, of the mid. He is just super down the middle. There's nothing that excites me about Christopher Bell. Even when he wins, it's just like woo, yeah, yeah, woo, yeah. He's he's yeah. I I agree 110. percent But it, yeah, Denny Hamlin right now is your JGR driver, and I don't think anybody can argue with that. You know what I wish they would do with groups. Do teammates? Yeah, put all the teammates in one group and say who's going to finish best out of the teammate. DraftKings, I hope you're listening because that would be a great idea. Who out of all the teammates is going to finish the best and make us pick on that? I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, there's also – I love uh, – they don't do this on DraftKings. I've never made these bets, but I think bets would are super cool when they got, like, who's the best Ford driver in yeah. the race, uh, who's the best Chevy driver in the race, in Ford. Stage finish um, position. Yeah, yeah. Another cool one. Who's yeah. going to finish top ten in the stage? And other other b- drafting – other uh, betting apps do do those, I think. Yeah. D- DraftKings is very basic. It's the same thing every week. And but I'm it's not so user-friendly. It. I'm not faulting. So it. user-friendly. I like using the app. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the heck out of it. We always have a good time making these bets. And honestly, if you start giving me more options, I'm just going to go more broke. So I'm happy with where they leave it. Yeah. For the most part, I would love to see some other like real fun things, maybe a prop here and there that – there's like a little different. Just have a little creativity because it does kind of get yeah. It gets a little boring after a while. Just I looking think. At but. I think as as betting gets more legal in more places, what we need to see happen to like make NASCAR like uh, more prominent, I guess, on these betting apps would be cool as hell if they did like you know these fifty percent profit boots on MLB and uh, NFL yeah. every single game, every single week. Those. Something. It doesn't even have to be on a driver winning, just like on a, you know, a boost on a head-to-head or boost on a Chevrolet winning or, you know, so shit like that. A boost on the favorite driver in the field to win that week to be at plus 100 instead of minus money. Or, like, an additional, like, we'll give you a 50% profit boost if you're, if the favorite wins. I'll tell you what would be cool if they did... uh We've done a couple of these already, but they had like Tyreek Hill to get 75 yards, plus 100, which was originally like negative 250. Ah, I see where you're going. So if they did like a Larson at, say, Texas, where he's super favorited, he's a negative 155 to finish a top five, they could make that a plus 100. Yeah. Or say uh, Kyle Larson to lead so many laps in the race. That would be another really cool one like 250 plus yeah. or, you know, that's, well, that's huge. that's, a, but that's that, the whole race you know what i mean you know what i mean that was yeah. i was thinking about like yardage or something but they do do that with quarterbacks you know like he's going to throw 275 plus or less whatever average running order at the uh, or average uh, average running order during the race by the end of it do you think this car this car is going to run average not throw better yeah. something like that and it could get so wild because like you have a weird pit stop cycle that's under green that didn't happen under a caution you could have a driver that was average running order in like the top 3 all day long and then suddenly they're going to be in 15th for a few laps and it's going to pull that average it down yeah. till everybody cycles through especially if a few guys stay out there super late begging for a caution that could be there's just so many different ways you could get so creative with how to place bets in this app yeah. That I'm On one hand, I was glad that they're not anything crazy because I'd feel like I'd just throw money at everything, but also I think there's a lot of chance to make more money. Mm-hmm. As a fan, if you're not having to only do bets that are plus 400 for someone to win the race or top five, it's so easy for those bets to get blown up mm-hmm. by something happening, but it would be a lot of fun to do like a performance-based bet instead of a finishing-based bet. I agree. I agree a lot. <laughs> team to have the fastest pit stop. Oh, that'd be that'd cool. Be a fun one. That'd be really cool. That'd be fun. I'd bet Ty Gibbs and Chase Briscoe on that all day. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's another thing. To, to just bringing it up has nothing to do with betting, but with the one team, they, at the All-Star break, had the number one average crew, even though I know that Gibbs' team won. Yeah. But like at, at the time, they had the number one average. And uh, I, I don't know if they do anymore. I it would have to look. I don't really pay too crazy much attention to the I don't pay much attention either. I just want to – some of those – they throw a lot of stats up there now, so it's like, you know, you see them yeah, every now and again. Twitter's but, a stat machine. Yeah. But anyway, I was – I feel like that was the fastest uh, 45 minutes of my whole life. I feel yeah. like we've been talking for like t- – It was awesome. 10 minutes. But this is kind of exactly what we wanted to do. Um. I would not I would love to dabble a little more in this of the year, and then maybe next year, like this is, you know, we do do a lot of betting stuff. It would yeah. be really cool. Do it once um, a week. Really cool. But uh, we'll throw this up this evening, and uh, hopefully y'all make some money. We make some money this Heck week. Yeah. At the Texas Motor Speedway, Fort Worth, Texas, across hey. from the Bucky's. Hell yeah, that's my hometown racetrack, so don't okay. shit on it too much. I might start to cry. But if you want to make money, y'all, just bet on the Braves and don't listen to us. And you'll have a great time with it. If you bet the Braves to win every night, you, you will make money. You will make money. You will make money. That That is a guaranteed fact. That is a guaranteed fact, except today, because I lost money on them this morning. Well, you can't win every time, but if you win 75% of the time, you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their winning winning percentiles <laughs> a little too high to lose money on them. that is, But, uh, yeah, anyway, this was uh, Ray's Rowdy Betting Podcast Heck on Wednesday yeah. in Pueblo. The room 310 sessions continues on. That could be the name of it. Room The room teeth. The room 310 sessions. Betting. All right. So thank All you right. for listening. Thank y'all. Y'all go make some money. Have fun.